episode 48, Todd Gester. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Words they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. The Alpha Way Intensive is now live. We are taking applications. Go to Facebook forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. Watch the short five minute video and we are taking applications as we speak. I will be getting back personally to each and every one of you, not necessarily in order, in order of who is suitable, most suitable and takes priority. So you think that's you and you want to get involved there are six spots for the uk six spots for the usa and that is all we're doing this year so get in touch get on the facebook group like it follow the links apply and i will speak to you in person very soon get to the podcast okay guys so today we're gonna learn plenty and uh, this is an area where i don't think anyone can say oh I, I know too much yeah i don't want another couple of hundred bucks or pounds so we are here today with Todd uh, Gaster, the wealth mentor. Um, firstly, Todd, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Absolutely. Brilliant. Um, Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Might as well. So we just we just started talking briefly about what it is Todd does, and um, he is sort of he's the man behind the seventh summit as well, which we're going to talk about as well. Um, he is not a financial planner. No. Per se. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Todd, um, do you want to just add to your bio? What do you get up to? Oh, wow. Uh, well, you know, as, as you were saying with the, the wealth mentor, I'm not, I'm not a financial planner. I deal specifically with uh, the mindset, uh, what it is that you believe about wealth, what is it that uh, your cap on your income, what it is that stops you from achieving what it is that, uh, that you were looking for. Uh, and how and how to really achieve your highest and best potentials in the terms of wealth and and all in other areas of life. And uh, when I talk wealth, uh, money is a part of wealth, but it's not just money. And so we talk about all areas of life and really being a, an abundance uh, mindset and and prosperous in in every area. Oh, I love this abundance mindset. Just that term. I just. But like you say, so much to do with finances and life and all that. It's just so, it's mindset and the abundance mindset of where it's like, you know, oh, I could, I could not have this and kind of hoard and mm -hmm. I'd be okay. It's just a massive difference to the mindset of, how about, okay, I'll have this. I have this like fancy cup of coffee <laughs> in my case. <laughs> and I'll just make sure I, you know, you earn or you produce more than you like to cover that instead of thinking, oh, I won't have the extra coffee. And I'll just, you know, tuck in and not do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right down to that level because, uh, yeah, I, the abundance mindset. And I think once you're tuned into that, you can really quickly you can tell the difference between an abundance mindset and, uh, you know, a scarcity mindset very quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, and it's hard to turn off in all areas of life. <laughs> it's kind of, that's it. If you're being scarcity with little things, it just multiplies the big things and vice versa. Well, that that's actually uh, where the the name of the company Seventh Summit came from. Is there's there's people who have what I call reached the summit in one area of life, or maybe two areas of life, whether that's finances or fitness. And it, it's really the rare individual who has met 
reach the summit in all areas, you know, fitness, career, relationships, uh, uh, finances, and, and everything. <laughs> and, and exactly. So that's, that's where we came up with Seventh Summit is really talking about reaching the highest and best potentials. So you get to that Seventh Summit when you have made it, made it in all areas. Jeez, that sounds so good. I want to come already just, just on the basis of that. I love because like you say, that is, that is so hard. I think I'd, I'd be confident to say I've always had the fitness thing down and all other areas of life, I would say, you know, like anyone, they're all at slightly different levels and you know, there's areas mm-hmm. you want to bring up a little bit more and it's, it is that, that is the holy grail, man. That is brilliant. Yeah. Linked to that, is there um, any kind of quote that you like to live your life by or doesn't have to be a specific quote, but something around that maybe. Well, actually, there is a quote. It it comes from. Uh, I wish I could say it was mine or you know that type of thing, but it actually comes from the movie Batman Begins, and it is uh, it is not who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. And so, when I'm giving talks and so forth, I'll use that quote, and then I follow it up with, "How will you choose to be defined?" Something that I guide myself with. Oh, that is that is brilliant. I love my movies as well, so I just imagined it as well in the, the gravelly voice. <laughs> So Todd, we want to know a bit about your origins. How did you get to, you know, running the Seventh Summit and you know helping people out in this sort of wealth mindset? Where did it all start for you? Well, it it really started. I've I've always been interested in helping people, and um, so that that was the the basis of doing what it is that I did. It was you know how could I be more effective? How could I be able to impact that many more people? And, and just like most people, uh, it actually started out with helping myself and my family. That, that was what started down the, the personal development path myself, was uh, at the time when, when right after I got married, my wife and I were living in a double-wide mobile home. Uh, I was working three jobs. She was working two. And I knew that that, that wasn't who I was. That wasn't what I was meant to be. I, I was living, I could be so much more than I was living. Yeah. And uh, so go back to that quote that I just mentioned, uh, it's not who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. Uh, I was not being defined very well. <laughs> and on top of that, I know, what you, and, I know what you mean when you just, you just, you might be doing something and it might even seem to other people like this, this is okay. But if, if it doesn't feel right inside, you just, it's hard to like have a nice life because you, you know, you, you don't relax, you don't feel settled or. You know, exactly exactly you're 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 living a half life you're not you're not fulfilled you're not you're not living your passions and you're not being who you are yeah and uh, so i started down the personal development path and read all the books that i'm sure everyone has read a million times you know the think and go rich uh, grow rich the as a man thinketh yeah you know the, the thing the typical and uh, so I started going to seminars and traveling all over the world, going to going to seminars and so forth, trying to trying to find the edge, trying to find the edge. And um, yeah, at the end of all that, I was 320 pounds and bankrupt. And it's like, okay, so there's something else to this. <laughs> and that's, that could be a tale of caution to people, you know. You, like you say, you can't just read all the books and then yeah, like that is that is going above and beyond, like the majority, the mass majority of people that you're going to travel around and actually put that effort into yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you, well, I like stuff like, I'm sure you, you know, you uh, rub shoulders with a lot of people that are really helpful and will, will help you. But Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and there was still, yeah, it's kind of like when I, when I do my webinars and I, I talk about this is it doesn't matter what you know, it doesn't matter how, how much you go through and how much learning you do. There's still this, 
there's still this programming. There's still this, uh, you know, if you will, a a control panel in our mind. I mean, we all have control panels on computers, right? And you, yeah. you get, you're familiar with that. And you go back and you look at all the programs that are there. And, you know, there's these programs of, and you click on them to see how they got there or what they are. And there's one of, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And you go and you look at that and say, well, when the hell did that, that program get installed? Oh, that was when I was five years old and I got picked last for the dodgeball team. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and you've been operating with that. And it's like, well, I didn't want that. I didn't put that there. So you, you take that program out and you install something. Yeah, try and delete it. Something more, more empowering. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Unless you upgrade, like unless you upgraded the software on your computer, like every couple of months, yeah, how are you expecting to keep up and operate at a higher level? It's just... Well, yeah, I mean, if if you know, you hear all the time that our brain is is the the most advanced computer in the world, and you read that, you see. Oh man, <laughs> Todd, I hope you're still there. But we're gonna keep on this link because this is just my meeting room. Damn, Motel Six. Right, I'm going to get you back real quick. I know exactly where we are, so I'm going to get you back real quick. Right, so welcome back. Well, thank you. We were just talking about, um, yeah, trying to run your high-level computer on an outdated Commodore 64 <laughs> mindset. So, or, so, or, or internet connection. Yeah, or Motel 6 <laughs> internet connection in Travis City. So, Todd, um, you were just talking about, yeah, your, your origins and how we talked about you going around traveling around all to these different seminars, but then being in a place where you definitely didn't want to be. Um, how did it turn around? What happened? Well, yeah, it was, it, <laughs> there, there are several places it turned around actually. Um, you know, it's some, you never seem to do it in just one, one fell swoop. Yeah. Uh, but the last one was really uh, when I was 320 pounds. Uh, and uh, I didn't know I was fat. I didn't believe I was fat. Uh, there, there's a hint there, by the way, a lot of times we are doing things that are not healthy, uh, financially, career wise, relationship wise and so forth, but we don't believe that we're doing anything wrong. Um, like I said, I was 320 pounds and, uh, for, for those, uh, overseas that I believe that was 175, uh, uh, kilos. I think Whoa. I had that had that figured out. Yeah, now you're um, yeah, my my terms. Whoa. Yeah, I, I was a big boy. There's there's no two ways around it. Uh, but I would walk down the street and I would see someone else who was bigger than I was, and I'd go, "See, I'm not fat. Look at that dude over there. He's fat." <laughs> yeah, I'm not. And and so it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything that I ever really dealt with um, until yeah, it's basically. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. It's like. You, who you hang around with becomes your norm. So again, if you've got a load of friends who are like that guy, you'd be, mm-hmm. like the, you'd be the skinny guy of the group. Oh man, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's, that's the same thing we do with finances, the same thing we do with our career, same thing we do with our relationships. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And mine became a life or death situation. Um, I, uh, I was having, well, long story short, I had the worst case of sleep apnea that... Uh, the doctor and specialist that I'd been to had ever seen in their 30 year career. Uh, I was literally sleeping in 15 second increments. And, and the guy told me, he says, I'm surprised you're still alive. Um, so it was, it was really became a life or death situation for me. And that really woke up and I said, okay, you know, I know all the stuff. I know all how, how to do everything. I know what I'm supposed to do. Why am I not living this? And so I went in and, and to myself and put myself through my own program. And, uh, you know, a year later, I was 165 pounds. Um, 
and uh, you know that really affected every area of my life. I think that's how much I weigh. 165 pounds. I don't know in pounds, but I think it's around there. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and and right now I've set, I've settled in. I'm I'm probably about you know 175. You know, so I, I've settled in. Um, but uh, it it was great. It, it was a great experience. Uh, my recommendation to others is don't wait until you're actually facing death to do something in your life. Uh, you might want to make the changes now. And well, the serious thing is if you face it, not everyone walks away from it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is true. Do not wait, definitely. Well, that sounds very much like our, <laughs> our awakening moment when you kind of, at that point, like you said, you crept up when you was, you know, close to bankruptcy and uh, like you said you didn't see yourself as overweight. No. What, what was the moment when you thought, damn, I got to do something? Was, so it was the moment of when the doctors basically said you're... you're you well, there, it, there was, yeah, it was, it was three, three separate things all happened really within a day or two of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of myself that, you know, and I'd seen pictures before, but for some reason this particular picture really hit me and I was like, damn. I'm a big boy. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the thing with the doctor, like the next day, and, and I, I, I don't remember what the third instance yeah. was, but there were three things that were back to back to back that said, okay, maybe I am fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. And, and that, and that's the same thing that happens with, with finances. Yeah. You know, I was just reading, uh, right before we got on our call that in the U S 33% of adults are in some form of debt collection that's becoming the norm that's yeah. becoming the new standard and as we were just talking about who you hang around and what what you do and and so these people that are living work you know not only paycheck to paycheck but worse than paycheck to paycheck yeah. and that's like one in three so it's likely that could be some of your mates it could be all uh, your mates what? absolutely absolutely and and so that is that's the standard that's what's accepted that's what people think is okay and then again here in the states and i don't know what what goes on you know elsewhere we've had this big issue with uh, the one percenters and everyone fighting against uh, the people who are successful yeah. and, and saying how bad it is and how greedy it is and, and, <laughs> and so forth. And one of the things I talk about on, on my webinars and in my trainings is if you look at the most popular movies, whatever, whatever movie it is, it doesn't matter what it is. When you look for the bad guy, just about every time it's, <laughs> it's the rich guy. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it, it becomes a programming. Yeah. You know, these are the programs that show up in the, in the software of our computer. That's the norm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Sure. And I, I'm thinking going to another, like thinking of that, like this, this mass sort of putting out there the program is like, yeah, we put it out there. So who's going to want to be like the 1% guy when it's portrayed time and time again as that mm -hmm. guy? Yeah. And that's, that's what we see over and over and over again. If you listen to the music, if you watch the, the sitcoms on TV, you watch the movies, the rich guy is the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, geez, that's yeah, it's very interesting. But I mean, and it wouldn't, it would be a boring movie if, if, if the movie, if there was that 1% guy and he was up there and he would literally, the seventh summit, he had it all nailed and he was yep. doing it. He didn't have any relationship problems. There's no drama there. No financial <laughs> problems, no drama there. That would be a boring movie. But exactly. Awesome, awesome life, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take that one. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. That's cool, man. When it comes to all of this, have you got any sort of, uh, this is definitely obviously your area of mastery. What sort of tips would you give to, because this is, this is so interesting to me, because I, I mean, I think it's huge. Like, 
I think people obviously are capable of different things. I'm thinking I'm capable, but unless basically, if you think, oh, I, I, I think I could earn that, then yeah, you probably could, but you couldn't earn any more than that because you don't think you can earn more than that. So I'm really interested. In, I mean, obviously, it'd take hours to get into depth about this, but tips or like what are the biggest problems you come up against and just ways to get around them maybe some well the big the biggest problem that i come up with is people don't believe they deserve to be wealthy that's that's the biggest problem um and and then also they have an a a different idea or what i would say is an unclean meaning to what wealth is mm. uh a, a disempowering meaning and so one of the first things that i i ask people is, is what is wealth you know, what does wealth mean to you? Because what wealth means to me doesn't matter. Ultimately, it's what does it mean to you? Yeah. It's important for your meanings. And then once we understand your meanings and how you associate wealth, then we can do what we need to do in order to make changes. And, and when we look at it is a lot of times people don't have a big why. Um, and they'll say, all right, well, I understand that I need to, I need to have a big why. Okay. So, I want to be wealthy because I'm going to change the world. I'm going to feed the world. I'm going to, you know, do all these grand, grandiose things that they have no, no attachment, um, attachment to, no meaning, nothing that comes from it. And so when we, want, when we find out what, what does wealth mean to you, there's several questions that I ask. And, and first off is, you know, what is wealth? What will wealth do for you? You know, that, that's an important question. Are you already wealthy within yourself? What talents do you have to create the wealth? Uh, who will you work with? Because no one, I don't care what anyone says, no one is a self-made millionaire. Right? <laughs> you, there's collaboration. You are working. There's a team. So who will you work with? Who is going to be on your team? Now, that doesn't mean that you have employees. That doesn't mean that you have you know, uh, necessarily mentors. By the way, I will tell you, if you don't have a coach or a mentor, you're, you're not going to get to where it is that you want to be. But that's, that's a whole different dis you know, discussion. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Definitely. <laughs> um, you know, then finding out what state, because there's seven stages to wealth and wealth creation. So finding out what stage of wealth are you in. I mean, if you're currently in debt, well, your first stage of wealth creation need to be get yourself out of debt. I mean, that's because that, the, the debt, that makes other people wealthy. It doesn't make you wealthy. So that's, that's one of it. And then, you know, what world will you work in? And when, when I say what world, are, are you going to be in fitness? Are you going to be in self-improvement? Are you going to be in, uh, you know, what is your career? What is your, how are you going to become wealthy? Uh, and do you have a business? Can you make a business out of it? Can this be passive? You know, there's so many different facets and things that you that you go about. And you know, one of the great things that I love about my lifestyle is, you know, in, in two days, my wife and I are heading out to uh, Puerto Vallarta, uh, Mexico, for at a four diamond resort. We're we're gonna go hang out for five days, nice. just cause. Yeah, uh, and then you know, later in the month, she's going to Cancun. September, we're going to Maui. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a nice to be able to do this because I bet it's not going to put a massive dent in your earnings, your wealth. It's 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 all worked in. It's a exactly. Madness. Yeah. Exactly, and that, and that's so important is because as I said in the beginning of this, wealth is more than money. Money is a part of wealth. Yeah. But wealth is so much more, and and you hear these things, and there's these phrases that drive me nuts, um, that that people think they're well-meaning phrases and people think that they are actually helping. Oh, I want to hear some of these. And, uh, you know, one of them is uh, the true measure of wealth is how much you'd be worth if you lost all, lost all your possessions. 
Oh, no, that is not what that means. I understand what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that, you know, to be fulfilled and to do all this other stuff. But if you look up what wealth means, if you look it up in the dictionary, if you look at what we're taught, if you look at what society says wealth is, that is completely contradictory to that phrase. So what that phrase tells people is I can either be wealthy or I can be fulfilled. I can't have both. Completely agree. I think a lot of big companies, especially in my area, I'm from sort of close, very close to London. I think a lot of big companies work on that. Like, yeah, come work for us. You will earn a lot of money. No life for you, though. We own yes. We own you. <laughs> in terms of hours and, yeah, just, just owning you. Yes, yes, oh, very man. much so. Very oh, much so. Jeez. Right. I mean, we just touched on it there about mentors and stuff. Who helped awaken your alpha? This is our Yoda question. Oh, Yoda question. Yoda would be one. <laughs> oh, Yoda, man. I want that little guy on my team. He knows exactly. that stuff. Well, you know, it's funny, and I don't know if anyone can see this, but I've got a Yoda sitting oh, right here, oh, right next yeah. to my, you know, right in front of my desk. And if you got out of line, he would kick your ass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, I have, I have several mentors in my life. Uh, I have, uh, I have uh, whether it's fitness, uh, I've got a fitness coach. I've got a, a life coach. I've got a... Uh, a, a speaking coach yep. uh, that helps me with that. I've got a business coach. Uh, so I, I've got, I've got multiple coaches in different areas. What about back in the day? Like when you're in that transition phase, you'd gone to all them seminars and stuff and it wasn't quite clicking for you and you just need to implement it. I mean, was there a mentor or a Yoda figure around that time or even before then it could have been like what sent you on the journey of going to all these seminars and around the world. It's up to you. <sighs> it could have been like, family member it could be a coach it's, it's completely up to uh, it's definitely not a family member <laughs> uh, you know some sometimes and that's and that's also one of the hardest things that people have to deal with is, is sometimes our family isn't the most empowering people uh, to help us get what it is that we want and and to get the direction that we want uh, and so people have to people should be evolving constantly and, mm -hmm. you know if if it's like you've got the nice family unit and it's all cozy and good, which I love, but then if, if all of a sudden, even if it's for the better, if you start changing and improving and, and evolving, there could be, you know, some worries about like how it's going to affect the unit, the family unit really. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And they, they don't want things to change and they don't, they're, they're used to who you are and they don't know what's going to happen. And, and then they have their own limiting beliefs and their own caps and their own programs that they're running back in their computer that are contrary to what it is that you're trying to do. Uh, and I, I remember, I'd give you an example of this, uh, is we had a, a poster in our house. This was probably 10 or 15 years ago. It was, uh, it was the, a the ABCs and it had some empowering phrase with each letter that that began with it yeah. i i don't remember what it was and, and we had some family come and visit and they came in the house and that poster was hanging in the house and i said was that there for us are you trying to tell us something and i was like okay um you know personalize things much <laughs> you're talking like yoda now i like it oh man <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. Ooh, chip on the shoulder, just like ready for a fight. Yeah, oh, it was oh, it was an interesting visit. It was an yeah. interesting visit. Whoa. But uh, you know, to, to answer your question, um, a man who's had a lot of uh, impact on my life is, is a man by the name of Dr. Michael Hall, and uh, he's actually the creator of uh, a technology that I use in in what it is that I do called neurosemantics. Mm -hmm. 
um, neurosemantics comes comes from the world of NLP or neurolinguistic programming, uh, but it's not NLP. Um, so it, it's it's different. Where NLP for those uh, listeners, and I'm, I'm assuming that they they have some idea what NLP is. is NLP is more of a linear model uh, where you know you go A, B, and C type of thing. Neurosemantics is more of a vertical model. Uh, to give you an example, if you say that hey, I'm fearful of this, okay. That's nice. And when you think about that fear, how do you feel? And so now we have someone who is frustrated by their fear. And when you think about being frustrated by your fear, what is that? Well, I'm angered. Oh, so you're angry, frustrated, fearful. That's a whole different uh, component than just fear in itself. Uh, I did a uh, teleseminar series called the NLP Summit, and where I interviewed a bunch of familiar kind of like this, where I interviewed a bunch of people um, on their backgrounds and what it was and how they got to where they were going and, and that type of thing. And that's where he and I met. So, I mean, we're going to dive straight sort of go nicely into the alpha round where we get sort of tools, tips and resources. And uh, we usually start that off with a book, but I wanted to talk with, and sometimes a productivity, like a high tech resource. You said he created, was it a system or a program that you use or well it's called neurosemantics um so it's really it's really a mind technology um yeah the it's it's about being the being and the doing it's about the the meanings that we give to to different things uh so you've got the meanings and then the action that comes with that and that's where the neurosemantics comes from cool Uh, okay well have you got uh, maybe a a high-tech resource or productivity resource that you use maybe on a daily basis. I see you've got some lovely headphones. We talked about them. <laughs> <laughs> it could be something more high-tech, an app, uh, a program, or a gadget. It's up to you. Or well, you might not. No, I, I, I actually spend most of my time on Facebook, sadly enough. And I, I say sadly enough because everyone likes to joke about, uh, you know, wasting time on Facebook and everything. But that's where I find all my clients. Yeah. Uh, so Facebook is my marketing engine. Facebook is my and it's actually uh, I use it as a teaching tool. As I scroll down the news feed and I see people are in the scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. I, I have something. OK, well, now I'll go write an article about this. Yeah. And um, so I, I use Facebook is my my marketing it's my app it's my technology it's it's everything <laughs> perfect perfect have you got a, a book recommendation for us can i be linked to specifically the stuff you was talking about would be nice or it can be completely up to you you know there's a book i use in um in in my programs uh, it's inside out wealth okay inside out wealth uh, i will tell you though if you don't have a lot of experience in neurosemantics it might be a tough read um, because yeah. you, you know, know who that's written by is Dr. Michael Hall. Oh, brilliant. Uh, but that is an amazing book because it really talks about what it is that, that I talk about. And that's the inside wealth comes from the inside. Yeah. And the abundance comes from the inside. So it's inside out wealth by, by Dr. Michael Hall. Perfect. Have you got a sort of an alpha habit, a daily thing that you do that keeps, keeps your wealth ticket over and just keeps everything in line? Well, uh, uh, workout. I mean, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's definitely something there is, uh, you know, cause you've got to have the energy to sustain what it is yeah. that you're doing. When do you generally work out? Cause this is something I'm starting because I think this is obviously a common thing. Everyone I speak to works out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when, when do you put yours into the day? Does it vary or when's the optimal time for you? Uh, 7am. Yeah. I'm with you on this. I, yeah. I'm like, I need to not get out of my system, but I, I can't sit still and do this sort of thing <laughs> for a while if I haven't done that stuff. 
Yep. So, I mean, yeah. luckily today, I mean, had my little boy waking me up because we we're um, in city <laughs> on a little road trip and uh, the hotel's got a hot tub and a swimming pool. So, oh, there you go. And so he Perfect. was like, first thing he said, like, <laughs> let's go swimming. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they opened it up for us an hour early because it's just, I think it's just one <laughs> dude knocking around cleaning things. And so that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Oh. Well, the, the biggest change with that, and, th- and this is this will go to whether it's workout or whether it's something else along the alpha as you're talking about, is until we made the, the decision, until we realized that our working out, I, I view it as, as, as part of my job, part of my work hours, uh, part of how I show up uh, when I'm talking to people, whether I'm on stage or whether it's a webinar or, or whatever it is, is part of me showing up is again living an abundance lifestyle and I can't live an abundance lifestyle if I'm not if I'm not working out if I'm not if I'm not I can't teach in an abundance st- lifestyle if I don't have it so and I'm always, uh, always telling my wife you know I, I'm working hard and maybe at the gym but I am working hard exactly yeah it's 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 part it's part of my job exactly I gotta do it you know yeah never mind okay that's brilliant who do you think I should interview next or very soon well, it depends on uh, what what direction you want to continue with. Um, well, I mean, you want to continue down the, the wealth path or if you want to go? Again, we're looking at the, literally, like you say, we're looking at the seventh summit. So, I mean, mm-hmm. someone you could recommend, I mean, it could like be off on a tangent from, from your area of mastery. So, yeah, someone that, someone I'm probably unlikely to come across without your recommendation could be quite good. Well, that, that would be a lot of people in the neurosemantics community. Uh, I, w- I would say... Um, and the, the first person that comes to mind is, is a gentleman named uh, Colin Cox. Colin. And uh, he's from New Zealand. He's down in Brazil right now at the moment. That sounds perfect. The more, um, around, the more around the world, the better. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's absolutely brilliant. Uh, he used to be uh, the New Zealand strongman uh, world champion. Or champion. It's getting better um, yeah. cool. <laughs> So he's not much of an alpha then? No, no, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool, man. Oh, brilliant recommendation. So, I mean, we are really just scratching the surface in this half hour. Oh, so yes. What's, what's the uh, best way people can connect with you? I'm going to guess Facebook. Facebook. Or... Absolutely Facebook. Uh, oh. Facebook is the quickest, easiest, uh, most direct way. No one's going to have to write down website address and the stuff like that now. They just know. Boom. They yes, go, go to Facebook. The only thing they're going to have to do is make sure they spell my name correctly. And it's uh, G-A-S as in Sam, T as in Tom, E-R. Cool. Okay, and wherever your show notes, uh, when it goes live, we have that up on the, on the website as well, so people can click oh, yeah, so, the cool yeah. links of this because there's some really, like you say, in-depth book recommendations. I like that. As well. Oh yeah, there's and and yeah, there, there's all kinds of things. And and tell you what, those who who hear this, um, you know, if they send me a message that yeah, you know, how they how they heard about me, I'll send them out what's a, a millionaire mindset checklist. All they got to do is just uh, mention that to me. It's uh, it's Ralpha, uh, and you're gonna get that as well. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it's awesome. What um, it, it's questionnaires that was compared to 733 self-made millionaires uh, with an average net worth of 9.2 million. So you can actually look at what your beliefs and values are in 16 different areas and compare them to 733 uh, self-made. Okay, well, uh, I'd like to mention Awaken Your Alpha. Can I get one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant, yeah. Okay, well, um, man, uh, I'll let you go. What, what are you up to for the rest of the day? I've got uh, four different uh, coaching appointments and then basically getting ready to head to Mexico. Oh, nice. Well, enjoy. And uh, it's been brilliant having you on. Thanks so much for taking the time. Sure thing. My pleasure. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.
Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Way Intensive is now live. We are taking applications. Go to Facebook forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. I will be getting back personally to each and every one of you. Not necessarily in order, in order of who is suitable, most suitable, and takes priority. So, you think that's you and you want to get involved there are six spots for the uk six spots for the usa and that is all we're doing this year so get in touch get on the facebook group like it follow the links apply and i will speak to you in person very soon the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless